Maybe don't know. Maybe don't know. This time, 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 What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Chris Hampton. Welcome to episode 111 of the Power Company podcast, brought to you by PowerCompanyClimbing.com. Today's board meeting is part three of a three-part series. If you have not listened to parts one and two with guest board meeting host Drew Mack, you should go back and do that. Episodes 109, 110 are our five and four top red point pitfalls and this is our number three most common red point pitfall so number three is going to be about links those linky dinkies abe lincoln's abe lincoln's Lincoln's. is what tara kershner would say tara kershner yeah um and you know a lot of times that's about you know doing the the right links the wrong links um uh letting the links uh you know expire as well yeah as, and this is an nate interesting concept that nate brought up yeah i hadn't day. even really thought about this a whole lot until we 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 like put it into words um but it makes a lot of sense yeah. so f- for anyone to, who doesn't isn't super familiar with like red point tactics what are links links are when okay so each route breaks down into a series of boulder problems regardless of how easy they are maybe they're all v2 boulder problems Maybe there's a V8 to a you know, series of V1 boulder problems. Who knows? Whatever it is, links are essentially just linking a bunch of sections of a route together. More often than not, we want to do it in the obvious spots first. Checkpoint like climbing. Like the checkpoint climbing. So from rest to rest or from this rest to the top or from the bottom to this rest. Um, or from obvious sections, like if the route is vertical and then gets steep, you know, maybe I want to do the vertical section, then I want to do the steep section. And then you want to start linking overlaps. Um, so that's the basic idea of what links are. It's just putting together larger and larger pieces of a route so that you can eventually put the whole thing together. Yeah. I mean, ultimately like you're going to start by the links might just be going bolt to bolt and then it might be linking two bolts two together bolts. Yeah. and the ultimate you know the the first you know most climbers are trying to get to that the one hang which would be linking the the route in two sections and that can be in a bunch of different ways yeah exactly and in from a lot one of different hang it spots from bolt one two three four or whatever yeah, exactly um yeah. and and tactics come into play a lot with that totally yeah um and this is something that i think gets missed out on a lot um, just because, well, I just said obvious links. So I think obvious links, people go to the obvious links Yeah, and pass like, there. They don't think much. Well, about I went it. to the crux, I fell and then I did the crux and went to the top. Yeah. I got all the links. I should do it next go. I one hung this bitch. I can't Ready. tell you. Yeah. It's, I can't tell you the amount of times I've heard that. Um, like I did seen it. Yeah. yeah. A super classic is in the Red River Gorge, uh, spank. It's like 12 minus up to, uh, I don't know, V6 or so. Yeah. And then you're at the anchors. Or Golden Boy, which would be the same exact breakdown. 
Oof, yeah. <laughs> um, not, do you think it's 12 minus to the boulder? No. Okay. Um, it's going to kick you out of my house. But yeah, so it's super common that people will link up through the 12 <laughs> minus, fall in the boulder, and then maybe they do the boulder in like one or two tries, get to the anchors, and they're like, oh, I'm super close to sending. Ready to go. Yeah, but the difference between getting to the boulder and doing <clears throat> the boulder is enormous. Yeah. Like, so at that point... What would be the best way? Let's just use this as, a, as an example. If you're climbing like 12B to a V6 and you're climbing, you're like, okay, well, I can climb up to the crux. I fall into the crux and then I do it to the top. Like, how can they break that down better? And we've talked about this before too, but the top down method kind of comes into play there where you can, if you've done it from the base of the boulder to the top, then drop it down a boulder too. If there's an obvious, you know, stance or rest spot a couple bolts below, Try it from there. Mm -hmm. If you can't do it from there, then just go one bolt below the crux. Um, but keep dropping it lower and lower in that sort of situation. Totally. Yeah, Anything? and that's kind of where overlaps answer. overlaps kind of come in play. Is like a lot of times I, I'm trying to high point a route uh, where and I'm then trying, trying to, to low point. Yeah, and then trying to low point. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And and the further those those two things get apart, the ultimately closer you're getting to doing the route because um, you may low point from low on the route and high point high on the route. Um, and at that point you're getting really Do you like close. the term low point? Um, I feel like it can be misconstrued as something that like yeah. you hit a low point on I the route. I feel weird where about you it did. every time I say <laughs> it. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I think it can just be misinterpreted. We should call it like the easily. drop point or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, ju I, I or just say point. you're like one hanging from lower. That's too many Because that's concise. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the board meetings. <laughs> See you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so for instance, like for overlaps, just to like clarify a little bit better. So if there's like a 10 bolt route, what Drew is saying, like you would high, if you're high pointing to the eighth bolt, then your low point would be like, okay, I'm going to try and send it from the second bolt. Um, which I mean, is, that would be massive. First yeah. of all, you would try to do it from, you know, if you're falling at the eighth bolt from the ground, maybe go to the seventh and then yes, go to the top. and then you would slowly work right. down lower yeah. and lower. Just make the overlap bigger and bigger. Um, exactly. And it's important to keep doing that because by just doing the same exact link, especially if you're just, a lot of people get stuck in this like one hang rut. Right. No. Um, Always hanging at the same spot. Exactly. And to be honest, uh, you know, we didn't talk about this, but... Uh, Links to me also don't always mean doing the route from lower or doing the route, you know, like that. Like sometimes I want to do the crux right. two times in a row. Right. And that oh, linking yeah. that crux section, doing it twice, mm -hmm. like doing it lowering to that same, you know, where you started mm -hmm. and doing it again has more value than maybe lowering two bolts and doing it mm. once. Totally. I knew you were good at this. That's yeah. why we brought you here. That's a good point. I got a buddy in uh, the new who is trying Skylar engine, which ends with a massive dyno. Which is heinous. Yeah, and he's not a tall guy I either. I love that route. And he's got shorter arms than me, and so he has to all points off dyno. Yeah, I do too. And it's horrible. Me too. It's so hard. I abandoned it to go try and send 514s. <laughs> and then I tried to come back after sending 514s and still haven't done it. Um, so he was like, one day he was like, cool, I'm just going to go up. And if I can nail this dyno three out of 10 times, that's a success. Mm -hmm. And the next game we, time we came back, he was like, I want to hit more than 50% for the dyno. And then the next day we came back, I forget what, he, what his goal was, but he hit like five for five. 
Yeah, and, consistency is is important. Yeah, and it was huge, and that was such a huge thing. And then the next day we went back, he did it. He one-hung the route, like did the dyno from something crazy low, which was like wasn't even his goal for the day. He was like, I just want to get up and see if I can do it, you know, like four out of five times or whatever. Did a huge link, um, which you have a no-hands rest halfway up the route, and he did it from the no-hands to the top, which is like amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it was one of those things of like, few people would think like, Oh God, I hope I can do this three out of 10 times. But for him, this was the process. And like, he fully accepted like, Hey, this is an all points off dyno at the top of, you know, what 110 foot route, massive route. He's like, I just want to make it a little better every time. Yep. And I think that's really important because it's sort of highlighting that one person's low percentage move is another person's warm up. Mm -hmm. And if, if you can learn to make that low percentage move more high percentage, you've got a much better chance of sending. If you can make that low percentage crux, if you can make that hard section higher percentage, then you've yeah. got a much better chance of sending. And that's what yeah. Drew was talking about. That's what you're seeing with your friend on Skylar Engine. Totally. Yeah. I just kind of went through that process on um, Waka Flocka and Rifle mm-hmm. where the you know the bottom is not so hard to... Uh, you know, two bolt section, that's quite difficult. And to me, instead of just keep lowering down a little bit further where it's really not so hard, I decided I wanted that uh, two bolt power endurance section to feel easier and easier. So I spent a lot of time climbing it instead of climbing the 511 below um, over and over again. Um, And that that really helped me feel confident um, in climbing that section. And so regardless of how I felt coming from the bottom, I felt more confident in that that power endurance boulder section. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you can do that on like relatively moderate sections of routes as well. 100%. You know, like for instance, Cat's Demise in the Red River Gorge is like, I don't even know what I would call the grade, but the middle section of that route where it's slopey, compression-y sort of climbing is maybe what, 12 B? Mid-12, yeah. Yeah, mid-12. It's not the hardest, but it's hard enough that... <clears throat> For the route, yeah. And it yeah. tires you out enough mm-hmm. for the upper crux. Yep. So when I first started trying that route, at the end of the day, I would just do laps on that little center section just to totally dial it in. And I mm-hmm. figured if I can do like a four by four on the middle of this route, then I can I can breeze through it when it's red. Yeah, and time. then you can get up to the upper crux with a lot more tank in your arms. The old right. tank in the arms. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they do it um, <laughs> words <laughs> words are hard drew um we, we put out millions of them every every few months so for every good thing you i say up every few that's for every okay. good thing i say i'll say you know one or two you're adding value either way you <laughs> just keep going that don't really make sense <clears throat> um but yeah i think those are really important parts points that like you know as far as links go like just repeating the crux several times so that you feel more comfortable or yeah. like Chris said, and I think it's really important repeating the easier sections, like especially one thing I recommend to like all my athletes and like now anyone who's listening is there are plenty of routes to where maybe it's, let's say it's 12 a up to a V five. Like just do that. 12 a is like your second warm up every day and use, yeah, use your totally. cool, cool down after your project. Because, like, you're just going to keep dialing that in. And muscle memory. Yeah. yeah. That's what I did for Transworld. I would warm up on the 12C intro. I'm so yeah. sorry. That's part of my warm-ups. Bummer. 
That such, part is really fun. You guys are crazy. It's such bad rock climbing. No way. Like that part is so much fun. Um, <laughs> but yes, I mean, it's like, it's, I mean, it's like free money. Like you can just like get free beta. Like you can dial it in. It's not taking away from your day. If anything, you're now going to have like, you know, that more specific muscle memory <clears throat> from just having gone up it to be even more relaxed. Right. Right. Um, so another thing about links is that if you're scared of a link, you should definitely be doing that link. Yes. You have to do it when you sand, for God's sake. So Yeah, you can't avoid it forever. You're not going to avoid it. So if you're scared of it, whether it's you know you're going to fall because you're going to be pumped, you know it's going to be difficult, it's scary because you're going to have to skip a bolt, whatever that link is that intimidates you, that's the link you should be looking for. People definitely kind of skip that skip that one often i think yeah yeah because you know? it's hard yeah definitely we don't want to do hard stuff um so to we're move all on. about easy stuff drew that's fair yeah so to move on <laughs> to the point that you got so excited about chris is the idea of links expiring yeah um i think this is really interesting i hadn't thought much about it until until nate brought it up and this was something that like uh sam elias and matt pincus had kind of brought to my attention and it's one of those things <laughs> that like it makes sense but i hadn't really thought too much about it but you know, let's say you do a great link in the fall. Um, you know, let's say it's like a hard boulder problem down the low. ultimate proj. Ultimate proj. You've been trying it for a while and hard boulder problem down low to pumpy route up top and you link it from just above the boulder to the rest of the route. And you're like, sick. So you come back in the spring and you're like, well, I'm ready to red point. And so you just start trying the boulder. All you got to do is do the boulder. Yeah. Right? You just got to do the boulder. You'll do the route. Um, but you know, maybe you didn't train enough endurance while you were gone. Or maybe you try that boulder for so long that you actually lose the fitness right. necessary to do the giant link. Um, so even though it really sucks, it's important to every now and then check back in and repeat those big links. Yeah, totally. Um, because, yeah, I, they're, they do expire. Like, they expire. Got a coupon for them. You got a coupon for them? Yeah, and they, they do expire. I see I the see manager were, for that one. See what you're trying to do? But it didn't work. Yeah, I know. Um. <laughs> um, Drew's never coming back. <laughs> this is Drew's first and last board meeting. Who said I wanted to? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, you have to you have to keep up keep up the fitness. Uh, frankly, endurance comes and goes really fast. Yep. If you're just doing the boulder problem at the bottom and that's all you're working on, then your fitness is probably tanking as we speak yeah um and 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 i think like you know if you you want to make better links you know don't just make the same links um but then say you're having a bad day that's not the time to try to be making better links that's mm -hmm. a sign of your links expiring Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think that's really important to keep in mind yeah you know sometimes you have to do what you would say in your mind is a worse link but on yeah. that day, it makes more sense mm-hmm. totally. for what you're doing. Yeah, or go back to what you've already done. I mean, yeah, exactly. Repeat your links and mm-hmm. get yourself back up to speed. Do you think there's a time period? Do you, do you have any idea what that might be? Oh, I don't know. Um, but I think that does segue us into our next. Well, actually, our topic. next is we're taking a break. Okay. Because we need to take a break. Yeah. Um, is there a and time we'll, for? Yeah, is there a time period for like when do links expire? Is there what's their shelf life? 
I saw this just, you know, <clears throat> I've seen this recently, um, is, you know, if you have a, if you have a major backslide, uh, if you are if you not see even, things degrading. Yeah, exactly. If you are not even making the easier links, if you're not mm. making the links that you've made before, um, and that's, you know, if, especially if that's causing a lot of frustration, yeah. um, that can be really mentally hard for a hard route. Um, and that can push you further away from doing it. Um, and, and that's, to me, a, a, a huge sign of, of exp- expiration. Expiration, yeah. yeah. Expiration. Either move on or go back to training or start making those easier links again. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I think that's the slowest way. If you see your links expiring all in a row pretty quickly, maybe it's time to cut your losses, go do something else and train a little before coming back to the proj. Yeah, I think it's an important point. All right, time for a break? Break. 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 And that's going to be an official break until tomorrow when you'll get number two, our fourth in the series of the top five red point pitfalls that we see. And, you know, I was going to give you guys a hint as to what number two was because that's what I did in the previous episode, but it was such a nice clean break. You're just going to have to wait until tomorrow. You know where to find Drew Mac on the Instagrams at DrewMac5. You can find Nate at Crux Padwell. You can find us at powercompanyclimbing.com and at powercompanyclimbing on all the social medias, except for Twitter. I just don't even consider it social media because we don't tweet. We scream like eagles. (laughs) 